Tayo po ay lumapit sa Panginoon at humingi ng kanyang basbas. Tayo ay manalangin. Lord, we come to you with thanksgiving. Salamat Panginoon sa inyong pagpapala na aming tatanggapin ngayong araw na ito. We declare your lordship over us. We lift you up in praise and we declare your words now to minister to your children. Teach, teach to us, Lord. Mold us, guide us, and be with us as we declare your glory in our midst. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, at amen. Ngayong araw pong ito, ang pag-uusapan po natin is uh, the God of perseverance. If you can still remember, my friends, few Sundays back, Pastor Carlo, Pastor Jojo, and even Bishop Pura spoke about, about the God of promise, the God of power, and the God of purity. Today, this lesson or this preaching is an exposition of the book of Numbers. At tayo po ay tutuon sa karakter ng Diyos na nagpipersevere sa kanyang mga nilalang. God of perseverance. We will be reading from uh, Numbers 14, few verses only. The rest I will narrate, and then as we go on, we will somehow look for lessons. Let me read. If you have your Bibles with you, verse 18 of Numbers 14. The Lord is slow to anger, abounding in love, and forgiving sin and rebellion. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation. 19. In accordance with your great love, forgive the sin of this people just as you have pardoned them for the time, from the time they left Egypt until now. The Lord will add blessing in the reading of His words. Bago po nating patuloy na pag-aralan ang ating binasang talata, hayaan nyo pong sabihin ko po ito. Napakahalaga ng numero. If I, I consider myself, mga kapatid, as an athletic person, uh, a sports enthusiast, ika nga, nung ako ay bata-bata pa, Mahilig po akong mag-basketball, mahilig mag-badminton, mahilig tumakbo. Anything that will give me the chance to sweat it out and uh, to be physically active, akin pong ginagawa yon. Ngayon pong mga panahong ito, for all you know, ang atin pong mga kapasturan, kasama po ang senior pastor natin, Pastor Jonathan, Pastor Jojo, and some of the pastors, even in the regions, kami po ay may pinagkakaabalahang sports. Ito po ay ang badminton. Alright? Meron po kaming pinupuntahan dito somewhere here in Las Piñas that is called Playground at uh, regularly po kaming nagbabadminton. What's the point? nag enjoy po kami, lalong-lalo na po kapag ka nag-smash ka at ito ay pumapasok, lalo na kung meron kang drop shot at ito ay nakakapasok sa kabila. Heavenly ang feeling, napakasaya. But let me ask you this. Paano kung ikaw ay nag-smash, paano kung ikaw ay nag-drop shot at sunod-sunod ang pasok, pero walang score? 
Walang puntos. Marami ka nang naipasok pero hindi pinuntusan. Hindi po magandang feeling yon, right? That's the importance of numbers. In business, paano yon sa business? Walang statistics, walang forecast, walang goals. Mahihirapan po ang ating mga negosyante. Sa ating pong ekonomiya, especially in the pandemic context, right? Do you know that 225 million full-time jobs ang nawala sa gitna ng pandemic. Paano kung hindi pag-aaralan ng mga economists natin yon? Babagsak po ang ating ekonomiya. Even in, 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 again, in the pandemic setting, kung hindi bibilangin, bibilangin ang infected, kung hindi bibilangin ang mga namatay, you know, napakahirap. We cannot really afford to do that. You know what? Even in theology, Napakahalaga po ng numero. Why? Because we Christians, we believe in one God, isang Diyos, one number po yun. One God in three distinct personality, right? Tatlo co-eternal, co-equal, co-existent. Yan po ang ating pinaniniwalaan bilang mga Kristiyano. But not so with the Hindus. Ang mga Hindu, one th- thousands of God, they, gods, they believe in the in the term uh, that says pantheistic meaning the the universe and all things within nature are gods can be gods kaya naman sinasamba nila ang lahat ng ito naalala ko po yung istorya merong isang mag-ama yung tatay at saka yung anak niya sabi nung tatay sa kanyang anak anak ilan ba talaga ang diyos sabi ng anak niya, Tay, isa lang po. Sumagot yung tatay. Sabi ng tatay, eh ano yung naririnig kong extra Diyos? <laughs> Pwede pong tumawa. Uh, ang sabi po ng mga, mema, ng, ng mga millennials dyan, Mema. Okay? Mema sabi lang. But, but that's how important numbers is. Right? Let me say this as a basic premise before we continue. God, in His sovereign knowledge, included the book of Numbers to communicate His character. Binanggit siyang kanina ni Pastor Jerome sa kanyang panalangin in his introduction. At napakahalaga po nito. Dahil dito sa book of Numbers, makikita natin the distinct character of God who is persevering. Lalong-lalo na sa kanyang mga nilalang. So let's study. Ang Numbers po, came from the Hebrew word. If you can see in the PowerPoint, this is a uh, uh, alphabet or the Hebrew alphabet. Yung mga characters po na yan uh, are consonants. At yung mga tuldok-tuldok na nasa baba, those are vowels. At pag ito po ay pronounce, ang pronunciation po dito is bemidbar. Hebrew word bemidbar from uh, the letters Beth, Mem, Dalet, another Beth, and then Resh. Bemidbar, which means to number or to actually count. Kung titingnan nyo po ang malalim na kahulugan, it is about step by step. It is about even mechanical counting, meaning clear and orderly sequence of numbering. Number one, number two, hindi ka pwedeng tumalun sa number eight. Right? 
Dahil hindi yon sequence. That's why in the book of Numbers, chapter 1, even until chapter 10, it was it happened in Sinai Peninsula, nagsimula po sila sa census. Census was done by the Israelites according to God's instruction to Moses. Name each member of the family according to their tribe, according to their age group. Take an inventory of what they have. Meaning, militarily, gaano sila kalakas bilang, bilang army. Who are their leaders? Yung leadership capability nila, heads of every clan and tribe. In, in verse 45, it says, All the Israelites 20 years old or more who were able to serve in Israel's army were counted according to their family. And you know what's the, the total number? 600,000 plus strong army of Israel. Right? That's the passage. And so, more than that, mga kapatid, there were arrangement as well of the 12 tribes, the, the strategic positioning of the tribes. Pagka sila ay lalakad, nandun ang pillar of clouds. Pagka sila naman ay mag-encamp, nandun ang pillar of fire to give them light in the night. It is really important to know the instructions of God by the number. Kailangan malinaw mong nauunawaan. Tell the person beside you, kailangan malinaw. Alright? Kailangan malinaw. I don't know if you have heard the news. Meron po akong na-encounter na news in the internet about this man. Nagpa-vaccine po siya. COVID-19 vaccine. Tapos nung pauwi na siya, biglang nanlabo yung kanyang mga mata. Tapos nahilo siya. So, kinuha niya agad yung cellphone niya. Tumawag siya sa, dun sa vaccination center. Nireport niya yung nangyari sa kanya. Sabi ng nurse, Sir, bumalik ka po rito. Naiwan mo yung salamin mo sa mata. <laughs> Pwede pong tumawa. Pwede pong uh, mag-enjoy. But, you know, mema lang, mema lang. Numbers 5, again, if you will understand, chapter uh, uh, chapter 5 of Numbers, it is also about, oh, let me show you some pictures first. This is uh, the picture of the Israelites moving, okay? And then while they are in camp, this is the setting, okay? And so, while they are, uh, while in, in Numbers chapter 5, as I have mentioned, there are lists of behavioral laws for the Israelites to obey and follow religiously. It was developed all the way back from the book of Leviticus, the Levitical law, the purity laws, and the rituals. At ito ay ninumberan pa rin ng ating Panginoon. They have put sequence, they have numbered every step of the regulation. Kaya naman merong special calling din ang Levites. If you will... Uh, study the Levites or the sons of Aaron were anointed and ordained to serve as priests. Maliban don, other families under the Levitical tribe were, were called and 
they were given designations. They are to take care of the most holy things, the Kohatites, the Gershonites, and the Merorites. Alright? May kanya-kanya silang role to execute by the number. But let me ask you this question. As we read Numbers 2, 34. The Israelites did everything the Lord commanded Moses. That is why they encamped under their standards. And that is why, that is the way they set out each of them with their clan and their family. What is the point of census? What is the point of numbering? These are prior preparations as they begin to conquer the land flowing with milk and honey. And it is in fulfillment with God's promise given to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Now with Moses. Paghahanda po ito para sa mga Israelita as they begin to conquer the land of Canaan. So let me pause for a while. And tell you this, tell the person beside you, God wants you to conquer your Canaan. Napakagandang plano po yun, na tayo na kanyang nilalang ay mayroon siyang magandang pagdadalhan sa bawat isa. If and only if we will obey Him. You know why? Because something happened as they continued to travel to Canaan. Umangat na ang pillar of clouds, signifying that they have to pack up, they have to move on and to march towards the land of Canaan. Chapter 11 to 20, Israel marched from Sinai to Kadesh Barnea in the wilderness of Paran. Ano po ang nangyari? There were twists and turns that happened in the wilderness. And let me say this, ito po ang nangyari. What was supposed to be a plan to conquer became a life of compromise. I highlighted the word conquer and compromise. Just take note of that as we go on. The plan to conquer became a life of compromise. In fact, 40 years of compromise, roaming around the desert with no direction at all, eventually, it delayed their execution to enter the promised land. You know what, my friends? Scholars would say that this 40 years wilderness journey should have only taken half a month if you will travel in a straight line, on a straight line, from the plains of Sinai to the boundary of Jericho. Ano ang kanilang mga pinagagagawa, mga kapatid? Chapter 11, they have complained about their hardships. Hindi naman pong masamang magsabi na ikaw ay nahihirapan. Pero ano po ang naging attitude ng mga Israelita? They have verbalized their complaints. They did it in the hearing of the Lord. They did whining and grumbling. And they were very bold to declare that in the hearing of Moses, the leader that was designated 
by God. Alam niyo po kung anong nangyari. Fire from the Lord consumed them. And then Moses would pray for them. The Lord, the Lord's fire would die down. Buti sana kung dun po natapos. Ang katotohanan, meron pa. People would again complain. Right? People would again complain. And it says in verse 4 of chapter 11, The rabble with them began to crave for other food. And again, the Israelites started wailing and said, If only we had meat to eat, kung meron lang sana kaming karning makakain, puro na lang pandisal, wala bang palaman? Verse 5 would continue, We remember the fish we ate in Egypt at no cost. Also the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, and the garlics. But now we have lost our appetite. We never see anything but this manna. And so the Lord in His faithfulness would provide, as you know the story, would provide quail for each of them to eat. Nagpadala ng chicken joy ang Lord. Amen? But there was a catch. The Lord would just reject the attitude of complaining. Bakit po kaya? As I have mentioned, the Israelites would always say, bakit pa tayo umalis ng Egypt? Kapag nahihirapan, kapag napapagod, kapag nagsasawa na sa pagkain. And that's, what, that's where the problem comes in. Because they would always hear the Lord saying, I was the one who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Ako ang naglabas sa inyo. Sa lugar kung kayo ay inaalipin, kung saan kayo ay inaalipin. The statement of the Israelites was a direct contempt and disrespect of God and His plan. Alam niyo po, hindi masama na magsabi na, Lord, gutom po ako. Pero yung sabihin sa Diyos na, kaya ako gutom dahil sa'yo. It is an attitude of contempt, rejection, and even disdain. Disdain. Do you know what happened? In verse 11, it is recorded, the Lord will give you meat. Bibigyan kayo ng pagkain ng Panginoon. And you will eat it. You will eat it not just for one day, not just for two days. Bibigyan ka ng Lord not just for five days, ten days, twenty days. The Lord said, you will eat it for one month until it comes out of your nostrils and you will loathe it already. Because you have rejected the Lord who is among you and you have wailed before Him saying, Why did we ever leave Egypt? May paninisi kasi ang mga Israelita. Hindi lang sila humihingi ng tulong sa Panginoon. Meron pa silang panunumbat, meron pa silang paninising ginagawa. Kaibigan, kailangan makita po natin ang bagay na ito. Because what's the judgment of the Lord? In chapter 11:33, while the meat was still between their teeth. Excuse me for the word, nasa nasa tinga pa lang nila. Before it could be even consumed, 
the anger of the Lord burns again, burned against the people and He struck them with a severe plague. Hindi kaya ang pandemic na ito ay dahil sa kakakomplain ng mga tao. And no need to answer that, my friends. Naisip ko lang yan ngayon. Wala po sa notes ko. Moses was a very humble man. In chapter 12, verse 3, it was stated that he was humble, more humble than anyone else on the face of the earth. In that setting, even Aaron and Miriam conspired against Moses. There is now insubordination. Meron ng leadership issue. Ano ang sabi nila? Si Moses lang ba ang kinakausap ng Diyos? Kami rin kaya. And you know what the Lord did? The Lord rebuked them saying, when there is a prophet amongst you, I, the Lord, reveal myself to them in visions and dreams. But not so with Moses. With Moses, I speak face to face. Clearly, kaya nga may number pa. Clearly, not in riddles. He sees the form of the Lord. Then, why were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? And because of that, Miriam's skin became leprous. Alam niyo po kung ano nangyari? Gumaling din naman siya. But because of the intercession of Moses again. And that would be the scenario, my friends. In the wilderness, for every misgiving, for every insurrection of the Israelites, for every compromise, God would pronounce His judgment then Moses would, would stand on behalf of the people and then ask for forgiveness. The Lord would relent because God is compassionate, right? Mahaba ang kanyang pasensya at pagbibigyan niya ulit ang kanyang mga hinirang. But more, you know, more problems came in. Why? Because even Moses eventually failed the Lord. Here's a trivia. The place of Kadesh is known by another name as En Mishpat in Hebrew, which is also known as the Fountain of Judgment. And that place, my friend, is notorious. Notorious for rebellion and the judgment of God that follows it. And sadly, that same place, En Meshpat, was the place where Moses and Aaron rebelled against the Lord. Naalala niyo po nung nauuhaw na sila dahil wala silang mainom na tubig. At sabi ng Panginoon, Moses, kausapin mo ang bato. At out of that rock, water will come out. Siguro napagod na rin si Moses. But I will not, you know, we cannot give an excuse because he did not obey. What did he do? He struck the, the stone or the rock twice and water came out of it. But for the record, hindi po siya sumunod sa ating Panginoon. 
What happened then? In verse, in number, in numbers 20, verse 12, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, because you did not trust me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of the Israelites, you will not be able to bring this community into the promised land. Nakakalungkot po, ano, mga kapatid. Ano pong aral ang pwede nating makuha? For every compromise has its consequence. Ito ay nagpapakita ng karakter na Diyos na matuwid. He is just. Every compromise will always have its consequence. Why? Because God does not leave the guilty unpunished. Pero wag po kayong malungkot. The narrative is not yet done. Amen? Chapter 21 to 36. The journey, now they will have to move again from Kadesh to the plains of Moab where another census happened. Pangalawang census po ito. Now this is the Joshua generation, meaning those who have grumbled against the Lord, the rebellious ones, they were already eliminated from the camp. At ang natira na lang doon is Joshua and Caleb. They survived those who were counted in the region of Sinai. Dito po sa scope ng chapters na ito, dito na rin papanawa ng buhay si Moses. Right? What's the point? They are now more ready and prepared to enter the region of Jericho. Before we state more lessons from the narrative and further define the God of perseverance, I'd like us to listen to a testimony of God's faithfulness, our God who perseveres through the life of Pastor AJ and with his wife, Leslie, of Lighthouse Dumaguete. Hi po, I'm Pastor AJ Texan and this is my beautiful wife. I'm Leslie. And we are the lead pastor of Lighthouse Christian Community, Dumaguete City, and we are here po today to share to you our, our testimony. It all started 2006 when the Lord sent me here and all I have back then is the calling that He has for my life and I believe the plan that He has for Dumaguete. And marami pong naging challenge, nahirapan po talaga ako nung una kong pinadala dito. Unang-una po kasi wala kaming place. And pangalawa po, uh, wala akong kakilala sa Dumaguete City. And pangatlo, uh, yung salita po nila dito, yung dialect po nila dito is iba po sa nakasanayan ko. So, uh, sobrang challenge po siya pero the Lord proved faithful na sinustain po niya ako to a point na nakilala ko po yung aking wife na si Leslie dito sa Dumaguete. And ngayon po, binigayaan niya kami ng isang anak na maganda, si Alex. And yun po, sobrang uh, mahirap na nag-start yung, yung Lighthouse Christian Community Dumaguete City kasi po, uh, nung una pa lang, um, support from locals no bihira di ba na yung may mga leaders tayo na yun, they, they come and go yeah. yung commitment nila uh, on and off tapos uh, may, nawala. may nawala may dumating may nag-support merong uh, nawala din ng support and yun, the Lord uh, is is good na sinustain niya kami regardless of what's happening regardless of our 
incapabilities back then. So, and then way back 2012 po, another challenge po sa buhay namin bilang mag-asawa na, na nung naoperahan po ako sa puso. No, sobrang hirap po sa amin kasi unang-una, financially, walang-wala po kami back then. And then, pangalawa po, uh, yung pagpapa-opera sa Manila pa kailangan gawin. So, uh, pagpunta doon, wala kaming kakilala rin, walang nahirapan kami, pero salamat sa Panginoon na may mga tumulong sa amin. No, financially, even looking for a place to stay, even the doctors no, na, na nag-opera sa akin, lahat po sila ginamit ng Panginoon para po iparamdam at ipakita sa akin that He is faithful. And then, just recently, um, we tested positive po for COVID-19, which was um, really unexpected. Sobrang nagulat din po kami kasi uh, we are careful enough, I think, and I believe na we're following protocols and even uh, malinis din po kami that time and and still, no, nag-positive po kami. Nahirapan po kami kasi yun po rin yung time na nagkasabay-sabay lahat. Yung mama ni Mrs. Uh, na hospital din po due to severe pneumonia. And then, ako po that time, nung na-hospital yung mama niya, nilalagnat na po ako. May sakit na rin ako. And uh, sobrang hirap po sa amin kasi hindi, wala po kami halos matakbuhan. We were isolated for 21 days and Uh, our daughter we are thankful that she was protected by the Lord and hindi po siya nag-positive it was just Pastor AJ and me it was really uh, exhausting no? psychologically and overwhelming. physically overwhelming siya kasi we really don't know what to do back then and our worries is that sana hindi mahawa yung anak namin and hindi sana kami nakahawa sa iba din as, as the lead pastor of a church lagi naman po tayo may kausap na tao so yun po yung mga worries namin pero po ang Panginoon po ay sobrang sobrang mabuti sapagkat uh, He protected our daughter and even the people around us no, uh, salamat na rin na within those days na naka-isolate kami Uh, nakapiling po namin ang Panginoon no? we were isolated for a purpose na yun pala eh, kailangan namin magpahinga at kailangan namin marinig kung ano yung mga gusto niyang gawin namin especially for this year um, in the midst of all those overwhelming storms sa buhay namin no? the, the things that we have experienced the Lord no, continued to prove faithful sa aming buhay He pursued us He persevered And, you know what? He did not give up on us. Even if there are times that we would want to give up or Question we him. were really shaken. But yeah. the Lord is faithful. The Lord is good. Yeah. His love is steadfast. And um, we would also like to take I, this yeah. time to say thank you to everyone who extended help to us through prayers, Even finances. Yeah, gifts and um. The mga tao na nagdadala sa amin ng pagkain, you know, yeah. they they uh, kahit may risk na mahawa sila, yeah. still po na pinatunayan po nila na totoo yung Diyos na pinagsisilbihan namin, totoo yung Diyos na tinatawag namin Ama. And yun po, salamat sa lahat ng taong tumulong po sa amin na uh, 
hindi po kami pinabayaan. Hindi po namin naramdaman that we were alone because um, there were a lot of people who were with us through and through the whole um, COVID journey. Yan, sobrang mahirap po. No? Sobrang mahirap pero kahit dumating po yung point na ako personally, no, nakapagtanong talaga ako sa Panginoon, bakit kami? No, bakit nangyari sa amin to? And to a point na parang uh, hindi naman hopeless pero pinanghinaan ng loob. Hindi naman nawala yung trust pero mas nakafocus ako that time sa problema. Pero the Lord, in spite of those things na nangyayari, personally, may struggle yung the battle within me. No, the Lord continue to persevere and continue to to just prove and and reminded me that he has a plan. Yung plano niya kahit anong mangyari, magkasakit man tayo o hindi, no mahirapan man tayo o hindi, it will continue. Mangyayari po yung mga plano at um, sinabi yung purpose ng Panginoon. And yes, now we are excited for this year. Actually, we're just waiting for uh, a place to open. Kasi po, from a small place, we're about to transfer to a bigger and better worship center na, na I'm sure that will cater people from all walks of life. And we are so excited kasi po, ito po ay isa sa patunay na yung plano ng Panginoon, yung pagtawag niya sa buhay ko, sa buhay namin, ay tapat po siya na kahit anong mangyari, mangyayari po at mangyayari yung plano niya, yung sinabi niya. So mga kapatid, salamat po sa sa Panginoon na um, within the year or within this year, makakalipat na po kami sa isang lugar na uh, mas maayos kumpara sa mayroon kami ngayon. And we are thankful po sa Panginoon sa lahat ng kabutihan niya sa buhay namin na kahit uh, may mga challenges, no kahit may mga doubts kami, tough times, storms, or season na hindi naman maayos for us, the Lord, yeah, the Lord is there. He He pursued us. No, kahit nasang lugar kami, or yung kahit nasa gitna kami ng, ng, ng bagyo, the Lord pursued us. He persevered, mga kapatid. And, and He never gave up on us. Yes, He never gave up on us. And we are thankful. To have a God who perseveres, Yes. And whose love for us is steadfast and never ceases. Salamat po sa Panginoon. Salamat po sa Diyos na tinawag tayong mga anak. Salamat po sa Diyos na faithful. Salamat po sa Diyos na sinasamba natin sapagkat hindi po niya tayo pinabayaan at hindi niya tayo papabayaan. Thank you, Pastor AJ. Salamat sa, iyong, sa inyong patutuo. Ano pong matututunan natin dito? God is not giving up on you. Numbers 14, 18. The Lord is slow to anger, abounding in love, and forgiving sin and rebellion. Yet He does not leave the guilty unpunished. In accordance with your great love, forgive the sin of these people, just as you have pardoned them from the time they left Egypt until now. Ano po ang katotohanan ng salita ng Diyos? God's compassion is constant even in our compromises. 
Ulitin ko po. God's compassion is constant even in our compromises. Hanggat bukas ang puso mo, kapatid. Bukas ang puso mo sa paghingi ng tawad sa Diyos sa iyong mga kasalanan. God's compassion will always be there. Amen? In the New Testament, the Lord Jesus was asked, How many times do we need to forgive? Anong tugon ng Panginoon? 70 times 7. Meaning unending. It is a character of God na magpatawad. Lalo na po kung tayo ay hihingi nito. Why? John 1, 1 John 1, 9. He said, it is, it is mentioned there, He is faithful to cleanse us if we ask for forgiveness. Because this is a reminder for all of us. Ang lahat ng consequence, meron po yang, ang lahat ng ating compromises, meron yang consequence. But then again, ang compassion ng Diyos ang sasalo. Only if we will ask for pardon, we will ask for forgiveness. But if we are prideful, my friends, no compassion is available. Hindi ibibigay ng Diyos ang hindi mo naman hinihingi. Ezekiel 18.32, it says, He takes no pleasure in the death of anyone, declares the Lord. Repent and live. Even again, in the, Old, in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul reminded the Corinthian church that sin, unbelief, rebellion will always reap the judgment of God. Ang chapter 10 po ng uh, 1 Corinthians reference to directly from what happened in the wilderness. That's why direct ang sinabi ni Apostle Pablo, set your hearts on, not on evil things. Do not be uh, sexually immoral or put God to the test. Do not murmur or complain. He will always restore Christians like you and me, believers like you and me, to the place of blessing and intimate fellowship with Him if we repent and return unto the Lord. Uulitin ko po, ang Diyos ay matiyaga at siya po ay matiyaga sa atin. He is a God of perseverance. Another lesson, God is steady in adhering to His purposes. Numbers 23, 19, God is not human that He should lie, not a human being that He should change His mind. Does He speak and then not act? Does He promise and not fulfill? Ang Panginoon po, anuman ang Kanyang ipapangako o ipinangako na, He is steady in adhering to fulfill it because He's steady to His purposes. And we have seen how many times in the wilderness the Israelites grumbled, right? Pero patuloy na uh, binasbasan sila ng Panginoon. The contrast between God's faithfulness and the rebellion of the people was seen in the entire book of Numbers. Despite that, mga kapatid, God kept His promise. Amen? Sa paanong paraan? The perseverance of God is realized in the new generation. God protected, God persevered, God preserved and provided 
for His people until they possess the promised land. The book of Deuteronomy and the book of Joshua would affirm this. Segway lang po ako ng konti. Gusto niyo po bang tumaas ang inyong level of perseverance? Pwede pong sumagot. Gusto mong tumaas ang level kung paano kang nagiging matiyaga at nagpipersevere sa iyong buhay. Unawain po ang purpose. Why? Because this I believe. When purpose is optimized, perseverance is maximized. Kapag nanghihina ka na, unawain mo ang dahilan kung bakit mo ginagawa ito. What is God's purpose in all of this? Amen? Kaya naman merong commercial para kanino ka bumabangon. Understand the purpose. God knows His purpose, my friends. Kaya naman nag-persevere. Kailangan po nating maunawaan ito. Bakit po? Dahil hindi pinapangako kapatid na bukas makalawa, wala nang problema. Hindi pinapangako ng salita ng Diyos na bukas makalawa, solve na agad ang COVID-19. In fact, hindi pa nga natin matanggap-tanggap yung vaccine. But if you know your purpose in life, for example, why would a father leave his family and go to, to a far, far away place to work sa isang mainit na disyerto because his purpose is to provide this for his family, right? Kaya maliwanag sa kanya kahit siya mapagod. Bakit kailangan ng isang pastor ay kailangan mag-aral at magpuyat, magsaliksik sa salita ng Diyos because He knows people will listen to Him and they are their shepherd and He delivers, should deliver the Word of God to His people. Ask the person beside you, wherever you are, do you know your purpose? Because as I have mentioned, God is steady in adhering to His purposes. Amen? Let us now watch one final testimony about God being steady in fulfilling His purposes. Let us watch Pastor Alex. Hi, good morning. I'm Pastor Alex of Lighthouse Christian Community. Today, I'm here to share to you my life testimony. I grew up in a place where drug addiction Violence and poverty were as if the normal thing. And education actually is the least in the priorities of the young people. Since this was the usual world I lived in, I was immediately influenced by it at a very young age. If my memory serves me correctly, I think I was only 15 at that time. As a very young and gullible kid, I started to experiment with my friends or my barkada with what I thought at that time were just petty vices like smoking, alcohol, and uh, flavored cup syrups. Because at that time, marijuana or shabu were the big thing. Although my family or my parents were very strict and religious, and of course, they taught me the right things, but for whatever reason, I was just being drawn to, or magnetized to do the total opposite from what they were teaching me. And in the long run, these petty vices led me to do drugs and theft. 
I was even caught twice for shoplifting as if once wasn't enough. Eventually, I got involved in a group called Akyat Bahay because I have to sustain, of course, my petty vices and my drug addiction. I clearly remember when I got arrested for shoplifting, I was promising myself that that's it, enough, because I, I, I dragged my mother into it. They called her and she has to pay the department store for everything that I stole. I vividly remember my mother crying and pleading to the manager to just take what she had in her pocket because she cannot pay double or triple of everything that I've stolen. I saw the pain that I caused her. I promised myself again that I would change, but I still didn't. I still did bad things over and over again. I'm pretty sure if Tokhang were a thing before, I probably wouldn't be here in this world anymore. I now realize that God has been very patient and gracious to me, extending me her, His love over and over again. Thank God he, he found me. And at such a time, He came into my life and I realized all my mistakes, my sins, and I repented and asked Him to be Lord and Savior of my life. And so I thought after that, everything will be easy. But I was wrong. Of course, change is not 24 hours. It's not instant. And of course, I have to go through a process of growing in my newfound faith. It wasn't easy actually, turning back from my vices. It hunted me actually, and I still struggled with with it for, for quite some time. I even remember being a kuya already in a youth ministry in Makati and still managed to sneak some moments to drinking and sabu sessions. I also remembered being assigned to pray for the offering in one of the services in our youth group. Uh, it's just, it just so happened that after before going to church, I passed by a pot session and just can't resist. And so after that, I stood in front of people in our youth service high on drugs. They said that I mentioned various superheroes and so many things that are not connected to the offering. Then I woke up drenched in water in the CR. I would, never, I would never forget my pastor telling me, Alex, you just can't both serve God and live in sin at the same time. I think it was 1990. I just realized how patient and gracious God is to me. He did not give up on me. He did not give up even in my worst episodes in life. And I prayed to God, I prayed to the Lord for help and to be even more patient with me as I walk with Him toward the change that He was calling me to. To the victory that He wanted for my life 
over my addiction and my selfishness and my worldliness. And praise the Lord, mga kapatid. I was a former drug addict, saved by the grace of God in 1988. But after 10 years, in 1998, the Lord called me in full-time ministry. And now I'm serving as one of the pastors in Lighthouse Christian Community. The Lord has changed me and still is changing me. Hindi po tapos, hindi pa po tapos ang Panginoon sa akin to be the child that He wanted me to be, to be the believer and of course, the pastor, the servant that He wanted me to be. Purihin po ang Panginoon sa kanyang pasensya, sa kanyang pagmamahal sa aking buhay. Maraming salamat, Pastor Alex. And by the way, Pastor Alex will come up with a survey of the book of Numbers this week. Okay? And so, if you want to study more, Tune in to Lighthouse Facebook page. Ano po ang aral? As the Lord is steady in adhering to His purposes, God perseveres to complete what He has planned. What happened to the Israelites, my friends, is a partial completion of God's plan. The promise, I believe, is not only for the Israelites, but to those who belong to Him. And that is why He purposed Jesus to come, to be with us. Our God who is with us, our Emmanuel. There are several prefigures of Christ in the book of Numbers. Number one, the animal sacrifice without defect or blemish in chapter 19. Ito po ay nagpapakita sa ating Panginoong Jesus. Number two, the image of the bronze snake that was lifted up on the pole to provide physical healing. It is also a prefigure of the lifting of Jesus Christ at the cross of Calvary. Amen? Kaya naman po, buong puso akong naniniwala that the completion of God's plan is Jesus Christ, the atoning sacrifice for our sins to redeem us from the clutches of the evil one so that we can have life in its fullness. Jesus is God's ultimate revelation of His redemption plan. In conclusion, let me show this to you, my friends. The book of Numbers can be summarized with these five letter C's. The God of perseverance you can see within this context. Israel started with a plan to conquer, first letter C. To conquer the land flowing with milk and honey. But because of their compromises, second letter C. Unbelief, grumbling, and rebellion. They roam around the wilderness. And then God pronounced His judgment as a consequence for their action, the third C. Thereby eliminating an entire generation of rebels. But God, in accordance with His great love, will always have compassion. Matiyaga talaga ang ating Panginoon, mapagmahal at tayo ay Kanyang iniibig at pinagtyatyagaan. And then the completion. 
Jesus Christ is the completion of God's plan, not only to the Israelites, but to us as well. The completed work of Christ. Amen? Sa inyo pong kinalalagyan, pwede niyong palakpakan po ang ating Panginoon at purihin natin siya. Let me enumerate the lessons. Every compromise has its consequence. God is not giving up on you. God's compassion is constant even in our compromises. Amen to that. Number four, God is steady and in adhering to His purposes. And number five, God perseveres to complete what He has planned. Kaibigan, nasaan ka sa cycle na yan? Are you in the midst of a compromising situation? A faith issue? Nariyan ng Panginoon para tanggapin ang iyong pag-aayuno, tanggapin ang iyong pagtalikod sa iyong kasalanan. If and only if you will ask for His forgiveness. But let me challenge you with this, my friends. In the context of expanding the kingdom of God, let us not forget the mission of God for us as a church, as a lighthouse. We have regions to conquer. We have to plant churches, mga kapatid. Tayo na na kay Kristo na ay mabuti ang kalagayan. But how about the others? Tayo po ay naatasan para ipagpatuloy ang pagtatanim ng simbahan ni Lord. That's why we continue to pray for partners in the regions of the Philippines. Kaibigan, manalangin po tayo sa church planting activity natin. And we are praying for our church planting activities for 2021. We are praying for Lighthouse Davao and we are praying for Lighthouse Summer. Amen? Be excited with that. Naniniwala po ako na napakahalaga na maihayag ang salita ng Diyos at ang kanyang pag-ibig sa, sa mga lugar na ito na wala pang Lighthouse. At hindi po natin bibiglain. Unti-untiin po natin. As long as the, uh, the restrictions are lighter, declared, easier to go to, the, to those places, then we will push forward in our church planting efforts. But late, let me say this. The utter, the utter faithfulness and perseverance of God should convince us to pursue the completion of His calling for us as a church. Gaya ng aking naitanong, nasan ka sa cycle na ito? mga kapatid. Conquer? Compromise? Consequence? Compassion? Or completion?